Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. Well, hey, Jody. Mary, we're back. It's we're so back. fun. Oh, my gosh. And today, you know, when you think about, when I think about trail mix, one of the fun parts is when you pick out the ones that you really like out of the trail mix. And so today we're going to talk about purpose. And that's like one of my favorite topics. So as it relates to trail mix, it's probably even better than M&M's. So we're going to talk about purpose today um, because it's just been my passion for, golly, at least the last 20 years, if not more. Every time I hear the word, you immediately come to mind. You are the queen <laughs> of purpose. Both, But what I like is at so many levels, um, individually, and you, know, you obviously work with a lot of companies to mm -hmm. keep them focused and know their foundation and but it's it's simple and complicated mm -hmm. and so that's why I was excited to chew on the trail mix today and really dig in and I have some questions for you too oh, I'm going to try to stump you on purpose okay that? okay that'll be good that'll be good so to me kind of the essence of it is that you know every morning when we wake up we either have a sense of uh joyous I get to do or resigned, I have to do. And I would say that knowing your purpose ensures more I get to do days because we know who we are and why we are here. And every day is a fresh opportunity to live out what God created in us from before we were even born. He, you know, he knit us together. And I believe we each have completely unique spiritual DNA. And when we're doing what we were created to do, our purpose, uh, golly, things are easy and energizing and life-giving. Um, but we got to drill in because you're right. It is the, sim the simple piece of it is that the way we define purpose is a two-word purpose statement. So that's the simplicity of two words. But the complexity of, oh my goodness, how do I get it down to two words? So it is both simple and complex, but I would say transformational once you nail it. Well, and it's interesting too, because I think, at least for me, when you spend so much of your life just being busy, and so yep. you feel like if you're busy, it should translate to... <laughs> you feel great and but that's oh, not purpose uh -uh, just being uh -uh. busy and so when yeah. you said that a minute ago it really is true so you it's not a difference of how much activity you have going on or mm -hmm. how engaged you are um as to if you feel energized by it or just right. you are s sort of going through your life not very <laughs> intentionally or just at the end of each day you sort of look back and go what just happened or right. <laughs> but exactly. one of the things before we really jump in and then and then I do think what will be exciting is for us to really talk about some things that people can think about and do to start to 
um, really feel more on purpose. But mm-hmm. you, um, I want to mention the book up front Ooh. because you have a book that's uh-huh. called Wholehearted Purpose. So uh-huh. maybe if you want to spend just a couple minutes on the book, that will uh-huh. then kind of get us into how we can, you know, make this happen in our lives. Oh, sure. I mean, so after I left Disney, uh, just about 20 years ago, I spent some time reflecting on, so what is next? What am I going to do? And uh, a friend of mine introduced me to Kevin McCarthy, who wrote The On Purpose Person. And he and I met, and I just really connected with this whole concept of uh, a purpose for a person, a purpose for an organization. And so I have been just completely immersed. I mean, my company name is On Purpose Partners. So I have bought into this and have just been thrilled to both coach individuals and uh, consult with companies on this for for 20 years. And one of the things that I've done is working with a group called Women Doing Well, who is a group around really focused around generosity of women. And they uh, did a series of women's conferences over the last like seven years in all these cities. And they really focused on three things, uh, purpose, passion, and a plan for women in generosity. And I was the keynote on purpose. And the women at these conferences were the ones that came to me and said, oh, you know what? We read the On Purpose Person. It's really cool. But we need a book for women. You need to buy, write a book for women. And I thought, well, how, what am I going to do? And I just really struggled with it and prayed about it. But I just felt like the Lord said, it's about women's stories. And you have been coaching women for the last, at that time, it was like 15 years. So go back to these women and ask them to write their story about becoming more on purpose. So the book is a series of 32 women's stories about their own journeys to find their purpose. And there's also kind of some how-to along the way. So for every story, there's some questions then that a woman can ask herself for her own journey. So it's just been such a blessing to do the book, to, to gather the stories, and then just to see where God is taking this and how he's helping women realize, oh my goodness, I thought I was weird and all alone. And there's other women who feel like me. And I, one of the things I love about the book is that the women in the book are married, they're single, they're divorced, they're empty nesters, they have little children. There's just all the different seasons of our lives. So this impacts all of us. And you're right, it's not about being busy. As a matter of fact, that can get us away from our purpose because we as women are such givers that we pour out, pour out, pour out until basically there's nothing left. And we either don't know who we are, or we define ourselves by our role by saying, oh, well, my purpose must be I'm a wife or a mother or a worker. And purpose is none of those things. It is not what we do. It is not our skills. It's not even our calling. It's who we are. So... That's well, the book. And do you think a little bit the reason you've been so passionate about it is because of your personal journey and then obviously seeing how you could 
make such a difference in other people's lives and walk alongside them and help them to find their purpose as you did with me, which we might come back to a little <laughs> bit later. But, but <laughs> as you look at your, do you think it's because of your personal search and that you feel so passionate because you've seen how it's changed your life so much? Absolutely. Well, it's both, you know, when I was at Disney, I was leading teams of eight to 800 people. And there was always somebody in my office going, I'm just not sure what I'm doing is a good fit for me. And I'm trying to figure out who I am. So before I even met Kevin and really understood the whole on purpose process, I could see it in the lives of those people. Obviously, when I left Disney, I was trying to redefine my own identity away from being an executive. Like, so who am I? Um, and so absolutely, it, when you go through this kind of process individually and you see how it transforms your own life you're like oh my gosh other people need to do this and so it's just been just so fun helping people both men and women but a lot of women just don't have a lot of self-assurance self-confidence self-esteem and so helping them even believe that they have a God-given, beautiful purpose that is unique, unlike any other person in the world or history. You know, our fingerprint is the only one of its kind. Our eye pattern is the only one of its kind. To help them realize their beautiful uniqueness and that God had a purpose in mind for them. Uh, and it's not the roles they play, but that he had this purpose from before they were born is just liberating for women and just very, very exciting. I'm cracking up because I remember when I left Disney and I went someplace for the first time where I had to introduce myself and I mm -hmm. had been at Disney over 30 years. And so I would, I was used to in a meeting or something, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm Jody from Disney and they went around the room and, you know, my last name, as you know, but listeners might not know is drier. And so they went around the room and I go, I'm Jody from, I stumble bumbled around. And yeah. then I go from the dryers. I'm Jody from the dryers. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't even come up with, it was so ridiculous, but you're right. It's like whatever you're doing. So if you do have children, I don't, you know, have children, but you might say like, I'm mom to so-and-so, or right. I'm John's wife, if you're in a situation where you're there right. with your spouse, or, you know, I'm so-and-so's daughter, and we all right. kind of have these, which is part of your experience, your history, your day-to-day -day life. But again, what I get so excited when I hear you talk and, and you do workshops and different things is that is not purpose. And right. I think we don't understand that. It's a misunderstood word and concept. And so having said that, how would you help someone to start on the path to discover their purpose? You know, just some easy of your, I know it's not as easy as just one, two, three, go. Right. And in five minutes, you it's, it's really a <laughs> lifetime of discovery and journey. But there are some things that I know you've shared with me when I really felt like I had lost my way in many ways and was overwhelmed with my life. And you uh -huh. gave me some things that really helped me to get more clarity around uh -huh. the concept. Well, here's probably the, 
my three favorites. There are lots because it really is, this is a, a really important journey and it can be hard because we're trying to get down to two words. That the two words complete the sentence, I exist to serve by two words. So here's a couple things for um, people to think about. The first thing is purpose is permanent. It is who God designed you to be in your mother's womb. It does not change throughout your life. Um, you know, I've had uh, women say to me, oh, well, my purpose just went away to college. And I say, no, no, that, that person's not your purpose. You can live out your purpose through your children, but you had purpose before they were born and you will have purpose after they go away. So purpose is permanent. And so one way to think about it is what has always been true about me? And you can ask friends and family members, what has always been true about me? Because there are, to me, these are all like puzzle pieces to help us find our purpose. Um, the second so one is I an would... example. So, so just on that for a second. So an yeah. example of that would be like when you were working at Disney and you said, people always came into my office and they would say, I just uh -huh. don't feel like I'm in the right place. So right. that was part of your purpose, even though you didn't call it that at that time. Is that an example? Right. I just... uh, yeah, it's, it's what I do for people. So if people, if, if I were to say to people, um, you know, what are words that, for anyone, what are words that people would use to describe you? What has always been true about you? Whether you were five years old or 10 years old or 25 years old or 85 years old, what has always been true about you? And there are going to be some words that are pretty consistent in that. So yes, that is one puzzle piece. Another puzzle piece is that we intuitively know when we are on purpose and when we are off purpose. So being on, so if I think back over my whole life, so think about me in elementary school or middle school or high school or college or a job or my family, what are two or three moments that whatever I was doing in that moment uh, was joyful, was life-giving, was energizing? People say, you do that so well. And you go, I don't know. It just comes naturally. Um, and you could just do it all day long. So those are on-purpose moments. It's, it's really important to kind of think about what was I doing in those moments when I was like doing what I was designed to do. Conversely, so it's less the general, like I'm a mom or this is where I work and it's, mm -mm. and it's to go a little deeper, like what Absolutely. are the things within that exactly. that give you, okay, okay. Exactly. And then conversely, you know, come thinking about two or three times in your life when you were off purpose, when what you were, you could do it, whatever you were doing, but it was draining, it was exhausting, it was not life-giving. Uh, you just kind of barely got through it. So it's the difference between those moments when I knew what I was going to do that day and I would jump out of bed versus those moments that I knew what I was going to do that day and I just hit the snooze alarm. So it's, it's, it's starting to differentiate between what are the types of moments that just fill me up and I'm really good at it um, versus off purpose. So that's, that's another really good way to start to just categorize, to begin to think about this. The third one is um, when you think about what you most want for somebody else, 
What so if you go back to my time at Disney and people were in my office, what did I most want for them when my, they left my office is I wanted them to have hope. I just I wanted them to be encouraged. I wanted them to just, you know, be a little lighter when they walked out. So what is it I most want for other people? And one of the interesting things about this particular reflection is that typically what we most want for somebody else is what we most want for ourselves. So my two-word purpose statement is I exist to serve by inspiring hope. There have been a lot of times in my own life when there has been despair. So I understand what it feels like not to have hope. And so therefore, I need it in my own life and I really want it for other people. Okay, so Mary, this is great. We're getting into talk about chewing on trail mix. I'm super excited (laughs) because, okay, so now... We can think about these three things, but tell us just for like a real life, real world example of a transformational where when the light bulb went off and somebody totally started to understand and live more into their purpose and let go of some things, you know, the whole trail mix of it all, what you want to let go of, what aren't your favorites, um, where it really changed their life. Like someone you've worked with where that maybe mm-hmm. had a really dramatic conversion mm-hmm. experience. Okay. So the one that comes to mind is a friend of mine who was a doctor. There's a woman who was a doctor feeling burnout in the medical profession, not knowing what was next for her. Um, and so we went, there is a, a eight-week coaching process that are that is very deliberate and has a workbook. And we went through that process together. And she was really, she was a Christian and really kind of seeking like, God, what is going on? I mean, you gave me, I went to medical school, I became a doctor. And that, but I'm just feeling like doing what I'm doing is just a dead end. It's more off purpose for me. So when we went through the whole process, there's lots of different revelations that you come up with. But her purpose statement became reflecting faith. She exists to serve by reflecting faith. Another thing that came out of that coaching process was that she felt like she was supposed to walk away from seeing patients. And for some reason, and she didn't know why, she was she was supposed to, and this sounds so silly, but she was supposed to journal. And I said, I don't know what it is that God has for you, but you have got to start being incredibly intentional about journaling and reflecting faith, journaling on purpose. All right, fast forward. This was probably nine years ago. This woman today is a published author of about five devotional books for doctors. So God used everything in her life, all her training, all her certifications, all her experience. But what he was calling her to do was reflect faith and reach out and and provide encouragement in devotionals for doctors, particularly with burnout. So you see how God uses everything in her life. And he's saying to her, I want you to be a reflection of faith, not so much anymore in you know, doctor's appointments one by one, but I want you to have a larger influence 
on all doctors as it relates to their faith and as it relates to burnout. So I just love her and I stay in touch with her and her story is remarkable. And do you feel this, I will say for for me, really helped is sometimes we know something isn't right. Like the way you described the first part of her story, she knew something wasn't right. Like, why am I not finding more joy in the journey? Why Uh am I so burnt out? And obviously Uh her profession has a huge burnout factor anyway, but there's even something more, but you don't know how to articulate why you feel so disconnected. And some of what I love about the work that you do and the whole concept of purpose is we just start to put words to it. And so then you can start to get your head around it and ultimately change that one is a dramatic story and some probably aren't that dramatic sometimes it's not necessarily doing something new or filling your day different way it's letting go of some things which is back to the whole i always talk about treasure trash and trail mix like what we keep what we leave behind and then what we're chewing on in the middle and i think that's a perfect example of sometimes it's just what you let go of and you go this isn't on purpose for me Exactly. And it's okay. I mean, there is joy and freedom in being able to say, I am not called to be all things to all people at all times. God created me in a specific design. And when I'm doing that, I am doing what I, what I was of what I was created to do. And I don't have to do everything else. So yes, it actually helps us be a little less busy, a little less stress, a little less compelled to say, to say yes to everything. I mean, Jesus didn't say yes to everything. So why do we think we have to do that? So yeah, the, the, the clarity this brings of our unique purpose on this earth, um, is 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 really stunning and i would say freeing it helps when when people finally realize their two-word purpose statement there's like a oh my gosh this makes so much sense and there's just peace and joy in the ability just to be who i was made to be so we didn't even get a chance this time to talk about all the how this pertains and purpose around companies and Mm -hmm you know, making sure that from a work standpoint, and I know you've done a lot of work for organizations as well. So mm-hmm. that'll, that'll be another good one for for <laughs> another time too. Absolutely. And there's a cool new tool that Kevin McCarthy, who's the author of this book, uh, has now provided for people who are interested in this process. And uh, so on online, there is a um, there's an online uh, site that's called onpurpose.me, M-E, like me, onpurpose.me. There is a process there, and it costs $9, but it allows someone to go through and sort through like 32 purpose statements, and you get to borrow one. So it's kind of fun to go through just to begin the journey. If if they think about some of the things we've talked about today, um, it could be really fun for people. So I encourage them to go as a part of the journey and, you know, just, just begin their own process of discovery their purpose. And specifically, if someone wants to get to you, it's marytomlinson.com, and then they can access the book. Your book, again, is called Wholehearted Purpose. So Mm -hmm. that's another way to get some resources and to get started too, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Excellent. Well, this has been fun and I was really looking forward to it because you are the queen of purpose. So we got a little window into it today and then obviously we'll come back to this all the time. But until next time, keep mixing it up and remember life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate. Or the popcorn. Bye, Mayor. Bye. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts, so don't forget the chocolate. We're now on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We hope you'll follow us. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. And you can now find all our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Look for Trail Mix. If you like what you hear, we hope you'll subscribe.